Welcome to the Story Pirates Podcast. The Story Pirates take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Now, if you're new to the Story Pirates Podcast, you can keep listening here for a hilarious story written by a real kid. Or, if you want to take the whole ride, head on back to Season 1, Episode 1 and start listening there. That episode is a great place to start. It's called I Love a Ghost slash Fred the Carrot. But whether you're a new listener or a longtime listener, we're so excited to share with you a brand new story right here every week until season six comes out later this year. And one of those stories is coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! If you live in the Midwest United States, you can bring your kids to see Story Pirates live on the Amazing Adventure Tour, proudly sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. Shows feature Eric from the Story Pirates podcast and Peter, hosting in Wisconsin and Illinois. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin, featuring Peter, Skokie and Juliet, Illinois, also featuring Peter. We really would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com slash live. Now back to the show. Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from Episode 7 this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met and, as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. Ah, wow. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. How do our brains even come together? Like, it's so cool. We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same. The Story Pirates. Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners. Peter here. Have you ever heard of a tall tale? A fantastical story told around a campfire about folk heroes like Johnny Appleseed or Paul Bunyan? And have you ever noticed that they always seem to be about adults? Well, today's story asks the question, why not a kid? Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, I'm Arthur. I'm eight years old and I live in Colorado. And this is my story, Fire Phillips. Well, another 
another perfect day of playing in the forest comes to a close. And you all know what that means. Tall Tales by the Campfire. Oh, 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 I have a new one. It's about a folk hero named S'mores Man. And, uh, oh, he's a big s'mores, and he gives s'mores to the people of the town. And at the end of the story, we all eat s'mores. Is that a real folk tale, or is that all you could think of because you're looking at s'mores right now? I love s'mores. Whatever story we tell, can we please not make it surprising and scary? I just can't handle that. Let's do an old one we already know. Johnny Appleseed? Paul Bunyan? What do you think, Arthur? I don't know. Haven't we heard those tall tales before? Maybe I'm silly for thinking this, but hasn't there ever been a story about a kid hero? Only adults can be heroes. Now that's where you're wrong. Old Man Pioneer? Old Man Pioneer never tells campfire stories. He's always busy being all quiet and having a beard. That's right, it's we. And do I have a story for you? <laughs> His voice is so scary. Oh, oh, that's much better. I had a beard hair stuck in my throat. You know, on account of me having a huge beard. Anyway, did you ever hear the story of Phil? Phil? Once there was a boy named Phil, and that Phil was a creative little boy. He was always creating art out on the farm. Phil, time to come on inside for dinner now. Soon, Mama. Just let me finish up whittling this piece of wood into an absolutely gorgeous and detailed model of our farmhouse. Well, 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 if it isn't Phil. Oh, <laughs> hey, Parker. Now, why are you out here turning this piece of wood into an absolutely gorgeous and detailed model of your farmhouse? Don't you know that we need wood to build stuff and to keep our fires burning? We don't use wood for art. <gasps> My model. Not so artsy now, huh? See you later, Philip. <sighs> that Parker is so mean. Come inside now. Coming, Mama. <sighs> oh, Phil, why so blue? That mean neighbor just does not understand my creative soul. Well, you know I understand you. Say, why don't you show off some of that creativity by making your famous cinnamon applesauce? Why don't I start the stove for you? All right, Mama. I will grab our big applesauce-making pot and... But just then, Philip began to slip and fall. The pot sprang to the ground as Philip's hand accidentally landed in the fire. <gasps> but you see, this was the day he learned that he was magically... Impervious to fire? That's right! Fire couldn't hurt Philip. FYI is not a thing that happens in real life, okay? Just a quick reminder, this is a story after all. Well, would you look at that? We're gonna have to get you a new nickname now, aren't we? And from that day forward, he was known as Fire Philip. Wow. Now, little did Philip know that big things were to come for him. Not long after Fire Philip discovered his fire-resistant abilities, many people in his town decided to head west. Bye, Fire Philip. We're all off to the west to become pioneers. Hope you have a good time staying at home, being creative, and not getting burnt by fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I suppose I will. Thank you. Fire Philip, the volunteer fire department is looking for someone to fill in for an emergency right this second. Right this second? Here I go. 
Stay calm, everyone. Fire Philip is here to squash these flames. Throw me a water bucket. Here you go. Here I come. That kid is running into the house fire, and he isn't getting burned. He's stopping the fire from inside the blaze. Look. Ooh, ha, he, hey. Fire Philip, thank you for saving the day. You are most welcome. Oh, and I made this while I was fighting the flames. An origami crane? How creative. Origami cranes for everyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you, Fire Philip. Yes, Fire Philip was making quite a name for himself in his small farm town as both an artistic and non-flammable boy. But one day, out of the blue, Fire Philip received a telegram from the pioneers who went west. Dear Fire Philip, we pioneers have a big problem. Come quick, we need you. Now, despite these townsfolk having previously picked on Fire Philip, our kid hero had no hesitation. He sprung into action. He hopped on a horse and got to the pioneer camp as fast as he could. <gasps> Fire everywhere. This is one of the biggest disasters I've ever seen. Thank heavens you made it, Phil. This huge fire started because an enormous tree fell on our lit campfire. Now it's burning all the wood supply. I have just the plan. These flames are tall, bigger than a giant, but I have something much stronger. What's really going to beat this thing is my creative soul. Uh, I really think your superhuman ability to not get burned is way more useful in this situation, so you could probably stick Watch with... out, Fire! I'm coming for you in a creative way. Fire Philip is using his small kid hands to manipulate the fire? Just like that. Look, y'all, he's turning the fire into a, a sculpture? Ooh! That is right. I have used my creativity to sculpt this fire into... A horse? <laughs> now, giddy on up, fire horse. Off to the lake you go. <laughs> Let's hear it for Fire Philip. And that, my friends, is the story of Fire Philip, the first kid folk hero. Wow, old man pioneer. Do you have more legends about Fire Philip? Did you ever meet Philip? And can I start making s'mores now? Well, kids, let's save all that for another time. Now I must get back to being all quiet and having a big long beard. Bye now. Oh, uh, be careful, son. You dropped your s'mores stick into the fire. No, wait. Don't put your hand directly in the fire. Here's that s'mores stick for you. Wait a second. <laughs> Shot! <laughs> <gasps> Did he just ride off on a horse made of flames? Hold on, don't you remember? The old man said that couldn't happen in real life, only in stories. Which means, are we in a story too? Don't be silly. If we were in a story, then right about now would be when someone says, The end! We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. 
Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing if, because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters, I saw the trailer and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters, May 17th. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here. Thank you. Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here. Thank you. What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here. Thank you. Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi? (sighs) Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. Our first story comes to us from a seven-year-old from South Carolina named Emerson. And Emerson's story is called, How I Met a Brachiosaurus. Just let me read to you the very beginning of this story and try not to be excited. Emerson and his dad are searching for a spectacular treasure. They stumble upon an egg as big as dad. I can honestly say that is the first story I've ever read with the phrase, an egg as big as dad. What's in the egg? A dad? (laughs) No, that would be surprising, but not nearly as surprising as what is in the egg. I've already said too much. You'll have to read the story to find out more. Incredible job, Emerson. Our next story comes from a nine-year-old from Maryland named Catherine, and Catherine's story is called L.A. Mix-Up. Catherine's story is incredible, very funny, and features one of my favorite character names I've read in a while, 
The main character's name is Bobillion Edward Fickles V. Try saying that five times fast. Also, what I love about Catherine's story is how it perfectly captures how boring it can be to travel by airplane. And Bobillion does not do himself any favors by counting every single minute until he gets there, only to find out, oops, there's been a little mix-up. Incredible job, Catherine. Our next story comes to us from a six-year-old from California named David. And David's story is called Attack of the Giant Venus Flytrap. Now, seeing a Venus flytrap is pretty cool. Owning your own Venus flytrap is very cool. Having that Venus flytrap grow to a giant size and try to eat you is not very cool. But putting all that into a story is incredibly cool. Great work on your story, David. It's very cool. And finally, from an 11-year-old from Sweden named Ella, we have one of the greatest titles for a story I have read. This story is called Annoying Clients. Stay away from them. If you heard that title and thought to yourself, well, this story is definitely not gonna have a main character who is a giant that eats said client, well, you might be wrong. That's all I'm saying. Amazing stuff, Ella. Great job. To read all of today's Roll Call stories, head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. Now it's time for you to write us a story. Grown-ups can submit kids' stories at storypirates.com. And remember, we respond to every single story we receive. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to Arthur, today's author. We'll be back next week with another brand new story. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, McKenna Cox, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell and Eric Gerson. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Fire Philip was adapted by Jamie Watson and features performances by Eric Austin, Greg Barnett, Woody Fu, Martha Marion, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Jasmine Romero. Oh, wow. What an incredible story. You know, Fire Philip is a very cool idea and a very cool kid hero, but, um, I gotta be honest, the beginning there, that one kid mentioned S'mores Man. <laughs> Maybe it's just my love for snacks, but I would love to meet S'mores Man. Did somebody say S'mores Man? Oh, S'mores Man, is that you? Yes, that's me. I'm S'mores Man. Oh, wow. What, um, so what's your deal? Well, I could always use s'more. Some more what? What do you got? You mean anything? You just want to know what I have? Yeah, I need s'more. Well, I, uh, let me see. I, I have my car keys right here. I'll take that. Hey! Give me some more. I don't really have anything else except these pretzel snack sticks. Give me those! <laughs> ah, my pretzel snack sticks! Give me some more. You want some more? Yes. Um, I could give you a compliment. Yes. Um, 
Your hair is fluffy? Thank you. Give me some more. Some more what? Anything. Um, all right. Encouragement? You're doing a great job? Nice, yes. Give me some more. More what? Anything. How about some advice? Don't sneak into people's recording booths. Great advice. Give me some more. Some more what? Anything. Uh, okay. How about some more time? Stick around a bit? I will. Give me some more. Some more what? Anything. How does this end? Oh, oh, I have, I have some s'mores. Do you want that? Yes. Um. Oh. <laughs> oh, I get it. I, I overreacted. You just wanted uh, a literal s'mores. Yeah, yes. Now give me s'more. No! S'mores.